Let's roll. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the BD Waterfowl Podcast. I'm your host and lead producer, Walker Daring, along with my buddy, Grant Mims. I love going first. Thank you. It's just a counterclockwise <laughs> clockwise thing, man. And uh, the other host is Brian Butler. <laughs> What's up, guys? And gals. We have a very special guest today, the past state chair of the Kentucky State Chapter of Ducks Unlimited, Mike I've already forgot your last name, and I feel terrible about it. Huff. Huff. It's good to be here. Glad to meet you all. Did he get that right? Uh, that's close enough. Okay. I mean, I'm 64 years old, and it's been said every which way, but probably the correct way, but that's fine. All right. So you're the past state chair? Correct. Of the Kentucky chapter of Ducks Unlimited? Yes. All right. Uh, Grant, Kentucky. you told me to say the Kentucky, Kentucky state, state chapter. chapter. Yeah, very good. Very Just good. Did what you told me to Very do. good. Hey, so. it's all right. You've done good. I'm proud of you. You're like my little brother. I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> like the big brother I never had. I never wanted. <laughs> I, damn. Brian, what you been up to, man? Uh, it's uh, been another... <laughs> it's uh, It's been another long, busy week, but we have uh, we've been surviving. And, uh, no, I had some uh, training today and uh, yesterday. Took a early weekend by taking off yesterday and headed to the beach after this. So yeah. this evening we were making the drive. So Where are you heading? Pensacola. So we're gonna go down there, spend a week with my sister, and come back next Friday. What kind of training? So did you do? Uh, World class outpost. It's their church. So. Oh, it wasn't a work training. No, 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 no. no. What, 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 what did that entail? Well, with everything we do with our outpost, it's more about how to lead and structure the outpost leadership base wise make sure that we're getting the curriculum correct getting that out effectively to the boys and mentoring correctly so okay yeah right. world-class outpost and that was all day today it's national training yep today and yesterday mm. Mm. where so, were you the last day uh, the last episode brian where was i last episode oh, you weren't I here in, uh, i was in jackson kentucky not jackson county but jackson kentucky working on a flood house that we are uh, currently rebuilding so yeah, that one uh, that one should be done here in the uh, next month, month and a half. So we've got another trip planned on the 30th. Yeah. And uh, probably one more in August. Okay, so, good. Yep. And then uh, then you had to what? You had to hustle home because we got some. Oh, uh, yeah, we got some storms up here. So more wind storms. In one particular area that made me have to work to do nothing. <laughs> I know <laughs> exactly a, what you did mean. A, did a whole lot of hustling and wait. Yep. So. Got pretty much put in a stranded parking lot about 40 minutes north of all the uh, damage and sat there and twiddled my thumbs all week. But hey, you got paid good for it. Got paid really good doing it yeah. and uh, didn't overexert myself too much. So good. good. We're doing all right. Did you get some cramps in your thumbs from sitting there so long. Actually, I had to stretch my legs a lot. They were pretty cramped <laughs> sitting in the truck. I had to get up and walk around. My legs were cramping. <laughs> Hey, have you ever just sat in a pickup truck seat for 18 hours, Walker? Because no, I've checked that one off the list, and it actually cramps you pretty bad. I, I mean, my truck's a 2023 model, and it was pretty uh, uncomfortable. So, yeah, yeah it had me uh, missing my old broke-in seats. I bet. So. Shoot. Heck yeah. What about you, Grant? What you been into? Uh, yeah, come on, Jesus. What you got? <laughs> With a mustache. <laughs> Uh, well, let's see. Today, I uh, I worked on a duck blind. Boy, that got me in the that got me in the mood. Whereabouts? Uh, up in Jasmine County. Uh huh. Oh, Mike. Oh, Mike Goodlett. 
okay. Yeah. Man, I tell you what, he has got a – it looks like it could be at Habitat Flats, and it's on a farm pond, which, I mean, I'm not complaining because uh, it's nice. Uh, you know as well as I do, you can have the nicest duck blind sitting on your property. If you ain't got ducks, it don't matter. Oh, yeah. Well, no, he's, he's got some ducks. So you got them coming uh, in? Yeah, he's got ducks and geese. Um you know, so, How many but, thousands of pounds of corn but does he have to put out? It's, it's really nice <laughs> because when there aren't any ducks flying, he's got a back room in it that has an oven. It's got a coffee maker. I mean, you could sit out there all day and you'd be perfectly, I mean, you'd be fine. It's got wood burning stove in it. I mean, you would be. That ain't no Arkansas blind pit, nah. pit line. Well, say, yeah, I was just saying, <laughs> it, it ain't like our pit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you could sit out there all day and it's 10 degrees outside and it, I mean, you'd be fine. Um, so now we, uh, we did that and just had to update, you know, some of the waterproofing, had a couple leaks and, uh, is that where you shot through the roof last year? No. No. <laughs> you all shot through the roof last year? I don't know what he's talking about, but oh, thank okay. you. He just had to poke a little fun at me, I think. Um, but now we, uh, we, I worked on that a little bit and you know if we had a pit like that down in arkansas we wouldn't have to go back to the house we could just like cots in there sleep through the night well that's the thing he's got a he's got a bed in there gosh dang Uh honey i'm gone for hunting season yeah exactly (laughs) well i be back in three months i was uh (laughs) i was um i went with him one day this past season and i got to his house and uh he I called him, and nothing. Didn't answer. Texted him, nothing. Didn't answer. So I'm like, man, where is where is he? And I uh, had another had another guy with me, and he's like, you know, well, well, we'll just go on down, and you know, he'll you know show up. We get down to the day gone blind. He's just laying, asleep sleeping there. Sleeping there, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now we uh, we worked on that a little bit, and let's see. Bailed some hay this past weekend, or no, this past week, and hauled some. Uh, this past weekend, went to Owensboro for the oh, yeah. Farm Bureau uh, Young Farmers Conference. What'd you do while you're there? Well, uh, I'm gonna tell you, Farm Bureau. Why don't you tell us? I, I'd really like to have a sponsorship by Farm Bureau for saying how I, that, they take care of you. I mean, they put you. When they take when they send you these conferences, they put you in some nice places. It must have been uh, why my bill went through the roof when I bought them. Because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't put grain up in the Motel Six. Exactly. Pay more this month. Well, I tell you what, they put you at like the Hampton Inn waterfronts where we stayed, right on the Ohio River. Uh, beautiful, beautiful. That that part of the Ohio is nice uh, down there in Owensboro. Uh, the one in Lexington last year, they put us up at uh, Griffin Gate Marriott. I mean, nice. Okay, so. Huge. 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 Um, you know, kids went swimming in the hotel pool. It was in, inside because it rained off and on kind of all weekend. Um, but we had a couple conference, uh, you know, meetings uh, Friday night with dinner, uh, Saturday morning with dinner. Uh, then we toured a uh, local farm down there. It was actually a watermelon farm. Really interesting how they harvest watermelons. I couldn't do it. Who had been to that farm? Uh, Ross Chastain had actually been there. Who's he's, that? He's the watermelon man, the NASCAR driver. Oh, that's but he, cool. But yeah. he, he's from yeah. a watermelon farm. <laughs> what is wrong what? with you? <laughs> I, know, I know who he is. The listeners may not, okay? Yeah. No, it, yeah, so you know, he's a NASCAR <laughs> driver, but he comes from, his uh, his dad's like a 
fifth generation farmer or something like that. And what what does he do every time he wins? Oh, he smashes the watermelon because exactly. he's the watermelon he's farmer. The water farmer. Wa- watermelon farmer. Uh, water farmer melon. He's the water farmer. <laughs> How do you farm water, Brian? There's Irrigation only, pumps. There's only so many times you can filter it. Uh, but now it, it was really cool. Um, gosh dang, they had some good watermelon. I mean, mm. did you plug it? Just put salt on it. <laughs> no, no, like I mean, it, it didn't. It needed nothing. Like just me, nothing, <laughs> nothing. Um, but it was really good. Uh, you you want me to explain how they harvest watermelons? Yeah, you told me off air, but yeah, okay. I'd like to hear it again. So it's like seventy two people handle those suckers oh, before they I, get to the store. Probably yeah. So they so this uh, it's Cecil Farms. They do six hundred semi loads of watermelons a year, um, which is a lot. But uh, so they get these old school buses. And pretty much cut the tops off of them, mm-hmm. um, and drive they, them around the. Do the, they take the seats out? Uh, yeah, I would assume so. I would, I would assume so. You've been there. I haven't. I'm asking. Well, that that part of the tour we didn't get to do because about 30 minutes before we got there, it came an absolute gully washer. Well, if you're gonna explain everything, you need to explain it start well, to finish. I'm gonna. Okay, so they, you know, they have uh, foreign workers um, that come in and. Literally just picked the watermelon off the vine. Where were those foreign workers from, Grant? I'm going to assume Mexico. Because <laughs> they have to have the H2A. I was just they, curious. They, they could be American. Or... They could be American. Uh, they made it seem like that they were Mexican. And the ones that I saw. Did you just assume? Did you or... just assume where they're from? Oh, yeah, canceled. Yeah, cancel me. But you <laughs> might as well just turn it off now because we're going to be canceled. <laughs> You probably should have said Central America. <laughs> they looked like they were of Spanish descent. There we go. Spanish we everybody wine. happy. I apologize. Anyway. So they're Spaniards? <laughs> they talk Spanish. It's what it sounded like, at least. No habla inglés. All right. So they take them out, and they pick them off the vine. And they've got like two or three people in the back of these school buses. And they literally throw the watermelon up to the guys in the school bus. The guys in the school bus put it on the ground. They fill the school bus up with the watermelons. Then they take it to the uh, the shop, uh, the warehouse, put it on a um, assembly line, like a belt, belt-driven assembly line. that dumps them into uh, the, uh, what are they called? Bin, the big boxes. Bins. Oh, the Gaylords. Gay yeah, Gaylords. Gaylord Fockers. Um, and put the lid on it, on the pallet. You know, Gaylord Fokker, come on. I, I know. But meet the Brian's parrots. Face. Meet the parrots. I know. Come on, Brian. His face got me, man. I can't. Hey, Brian, can we have a picture of that face? No, no, the face you made. Come on. What you got face? You, the one you just The made one you literally... You, you keep talking, it'll show up again. <laughs> So, so, yeah, so they sack them in, they put them in these uh, Gaylords on pallets and put them in, in the warehouse, and then they eventually go out on uh, semis. Pretty wild. I, I couldn't imagine picking watermelons for eight hours a day. That just, I figured that there would be, a, like, a better way to uh, harvest watermelons. Oh, I would yeah. pick up hay bales for six and a half hours. Yeah, a but 
but there's easier ways to do it. And you now do that. I.e. an accumulator. <laughs> so I figured that there would be an easier way to pick these watermelons. Maybe uh, you should design that. You'll become watermelon rich. I, I've really thought about it. Like it kind of got my wheels. Like a combine wheel. with rubber teeth. Yeah, something <laughs> that could pick these things up. Still won't be as cheap as the labor. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so we did that, and then we went to uh, went to Holiday World for about two hours because at about four o'clock, the daggone biggest severe thunderstorm rolled through and pretty much ruined the rest of our day. So we went back to the hotel and. Swim in the pool there, but uh, ruined is a definition for somebody that has a negative mindset. You well, need to seek opportunities. Brian, you to are squirrely today, and I like it. <laughs> well, we we did get uh, we did we do get to use our tickets again for I another day. A, I sat in a conference room for nine hours, not talking. I'm I'm wound up. Got to got to let off some steam. Uh, but no, we, I mean, we do get to use our tickets for another day for free, so I think we're going to go sometime in the middle of August. Be a good time to go to the Big money. World. <laughs> go, go to the hottest time. Yeah. But, big, big money. But, <laughs> I literally just said the tickets were free. Big like, money. I mean, the only thing that I'm thinking is, you know, a lot of people, you know, everybody will be back in school, so maybe it won't be as crowded. That's what I'm kind of thinking. That's what I'm leaning Fingers towards. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean, so... Or you'll screw up and everybody will go because it's back to school and they're like, one last trip, family. <laughs> Come on, Steve, take the kids. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping, okay. Uh, so now we've done that. and, and it, I mean, it was, it was a fun weekend regardless of it, without it, you know, it raining like that. And, um, but, yeah, just uh, been doing a little bit of hay and going to go golfing tomorrow. Good for you. <laughs> Yeah. What are you playing on shooting? Mm. Or hitting? I'd like driving. to. Sh- I'd like to shoot mid eighties. But anything sub ninety, he'll take. Yes, and, and, <laughs> and, yeah, any, anything below ninety, I'm I'm okay with. Is that on the first nine or the back nine? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not Walker. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you shoot on the first nine? That one game, uh, yeah. it's like a sixty-seven. Yeah. It's great. On the first on the, hole. On nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no after, we're talking about Walker, not myself, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the round after that, after okay. the first hole, I didn't even keep track. He didn't even keep score. Uh, I've so. went with him one time. I think I did the first two holes and drank the rest of it. <laughs> drank the last 16. Drove the golf yeah. <laughs> golf cart everywhere and watched a farmer chase a cow through what, All, three, three greens? Yeah, over the greens. I mean, on this a four-wheeler. Right? It was I a mean, just, No, it was yeah. not. Uh, it was a uh, uh, wild turkey. Yeah, wild turkey. And, oh, and, uh, Lawrence Park. Lawrence Park. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, destroyed good, these freaking greens. Good times. <laughs> that Hey, and the best part was is wherever the cow ran, the four-wheeler went. And you saw grass coming up every time he'd make a sharp <laughs> oh, turn. Yeah. He would spin oh, yeah. the tires. I'm sure I did. not care oh, at hey. all. Fairways, greens, it did, did not matter. Get that cow. Uh, but uh, what about you, Walker? I ain't been doing a whole lot um, this week. Dad, did I tell you, Dad bought a 1970 Volkswagen Beetle. Yes, he's replacing the motor. See? Yeah, we took he took the engine out, rebuilt it. So we've been all week trying to all get the seventy two pounds back of it. In. Uh, 250 actually. Oh well, might as well say 75. Sounds yeah. light. Yeah, you could just put it in with one hand, couldn't you? Less than I weigh. <laughs> <laughs> well. 
Maybe she would have got off your ass, you know, while you were at the horse park instead of twiddling your thumbs. You wouldn't weigh over two fifty. Watch your tongue. <laughs> well, that's all we did this week. Yeah. Uh, just I been know, working I, with that. Every day after work, I'd go straight to dad's and try to help him get that engine. Yeah, okay. We got it in. Yeah. Got it all bolted up. Yeah. Fired up, first lick. Dad got in to move it. He said, "I don't have any clutch." <laughs> it went straight to the floor with no. I mean, you can go over there and push yeah. the clutch down with your finger. With the finger, it pinky was finger. Bad. Did huh. you forget to put it in? He didn't take it out. Just kidding. <laughs> we just, just we don't know what happened. Really? Yeah, and uh, we're not trying to take it back out. So, so what are you gonna do? I don't know. It's not my car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll wait till he tells me. All right, let's take oh, it. Oh yeah, out it is or... a pretty car though. The color it is, on it yeah, is it's, good. It's got a very pretty color. You but... struck up a nerve with my dad the other night talking about that. That um, was those were memories. I can so. tell. Oh, <laughs> you know it, it's pretty bad that we. You know, or all three together Sunday night, and none of us has mentioned it. I was working on it. <laughs> oh, you were going to get that? Yeah. Okay. Bye I bye. forgot yeah. about it. Yeah, you forgot your son's <laughs> birthday yeah, party. We to, uh, wow, Brian's what a dad. Your son's birthday party. <laughs> Failure. Uh, played some pizza, played some uh, old school Call of Duty. Mm, boy. Good times. Was Woo. it the original block? No, no we played a. We uh, did Modern Warfare 2 yeah. and... Original Black Ops. And then, yeah. yeah, and the original yeah, the Black Ops. the first Black Ops. Yep, zombies. Yes. Oh, man. And that, we suck. Yep. I definitely not it's as good. a lot better back in the day. Yeah, definitely not as good as I not used to be. Not as good as I once was. No. Yeah. Man, I love that song. That's a good song. Uh, next week. But I'm as good once. as I ever was. Yes, sir. I'm going to the Gorge next weekend. Next weekend? Mm-hmm. So not like today. No, or tomorrow. Will next, it be, from today. next weekend. Okay. Will it right. be gorgeous weather? I don't know. Hope so. It's supposed to be. At the gorge? Uh, I'm not much of a fisherman, but I will be fishing while I'm there. Fingers crossed. What are you doing? Fish the mo- at the gorge? The river down there. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I just thought it'd what? be weird to throw a hook over the side of a cliff. What river is it? <laughs> I have no earthly idea. <laughs> yeah, it's a red river. Is it the it's red, red river? I would assume. Is that, is that why they <laughs> call it the Red River Gorge? I don't know. <laughs> it's me. I ain't never. <laughs> You know, you sound about as thrilled for that as you sound thrilled to go somewhere tomorrow. What is your what's your rod and reel of choice? You know, throwing an old classic, wrong putting person. an old Zebco 33. Oh, well, in. I know what that is, actually. <laughs> nah, no, that's an open reel uh, More of a Mickey Mouse. Oh, Shakespeare. You know? oh, there yeah. you go. Open reel Shakespeare. Got it on sale. A pair of BB tackle. Oh. There you go. Yeah, I, going with, uh, you, you remember Lucas? Remember mm-hmm. Going yeah. with him and his girlfriend and me okay. and Rachel. Okay. I don't he's remember got him. a boat. So. I appreciate yeah. you asking though. Oh, he's, met him. oh he's, got, he's got a boat? <laughs> yeah. No? I think I might have got him convinced to duck hunt off of it this season, too. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. What kind of boat is it? Is it a bass boat or is it like a jump boat? Bass boat. Mm. You're, gonna, you're actually going to hunt off of it? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Flat bottom. Anything, huh. with, anything yeah. with a little bit of camo is yeah. possible. Yeah, I guess so. It's uh, dark colored. Where, what are you doing tomorrow, Walker? Oh, Oh, you're not going to the lake now? Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, you sounded real happy. Where are you to going go. to the lake at? No, <laughs> Oh. Oh, you're. Oh. The I Dead Sea? Were... Huh? Yeah. The Dead Sea? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. No, gotcha. the no we're stick. Stick. Stick Sea. He oh, sticks, man. Those things freaking have 55 foot logs floating <laughs> in the middle ain't, of it. That ain't no Gosh dang. <laughs> Split a boat in half. <laughs> Yeah, we took our little brother a few weeks ago, and uh, now he wants to go back. So oh, okay. He's seven. I can't really tell okay. him no. Okay. Are you uh, going with Don, or? I don't know if he's going to go or not. Okay. I mean, I'll be on his boat. But, oh, you're uh, taking his boat out? Yeah, yeah. There you go. 
Hell you, yeah. Have you been down there when you start to see the cows that float? <laughs> I ain't seen one yet this year. I saw a couple a couple years ago, and it's bad enough. Yeah, I don't. Come up with some things are long, and all of a sudden got four feet sticking up in the air. Jeez. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. Are you being serious? Yeah. Dead cows. Yeah. Floating. Really? Yeah. yeah. There's pictures floating around somewhere. I mean, you think about it. Their no, gut no swells when they die. I mean, it just well, How do they get in the middle of the lake? Well, they're dead, but next they to the edge of the water. They die. Yeah, float out there. Roll yeah. down the side of the cliff and splash. Yeah, it's normally actually what happens is they fall. If they get anywhere close to anything yeah. big, they fall. Have you ever heard of cow tipping? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I just, well, now I was, <laughs> You know, it's I, dark out there. Mike can't tell where he is. Nope. Whoops. He just hears a splash. It's confusing. It's the whole thing. <laughs> oh, shoot. So, um, what you, you said Mike, right? He's our guest. Yeah. 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 He's probably awesome. It's probably about time we need him to talk. I'd yeah. Say. Nah, you're all doing fine. He, he, <laughs> he's, he's listening to our goofy ass yeah he's getting front row banter time right now <laughs> no this is just uh, fuel for the fire for later on all right great sounds good to me good can you guarantee that you will continue to give him crap even after this podcast i didn't even have to come to the podcast to guarantee i wasn't even gonna ask that facts I love it, it yeah. love it facts I, uh, i've got sayings i don't get even i get one ahead there you go he's got one ahead two ahead you owe him a beer after this a real beer yeah, well, big boy beer. they sell those at Lemons Mill, don't they? Yep. There you go. Next, I've next. I've had some uh, of the big boy beers at ne- Lemons Mill. They're good. Yeah. Ne- next meeting. Lemans got some good beer down there. Yeah, it's Me good. Down there. Well, I've never been. I ain't. really. What? Mm-hmm. Well, Me and what, Grant went. What did we do? Watching yeah. the K Florida game or something? Yeah. With Allison and Dad. And, Dad. Yep. You know, if you join DU, like the local chapter, you would probably get to go <laughs> to Lemons Mill. There you go. Yeah. Hey, you could be on our, uh, you know, little committee. Uh-huh. Both of you could. When does that meet? I was going to give a crap uh, for not saying that to me. From February until, I don't know, September, maybe once a month. Maybe. You're just going to have to let me know. Once. We start January 1st and end December 31st for meetings. He's a lot more official than you. He knows his stuff. Okay. During the summer, we might have one every other month. Once it gets closer to banquet time, then he we might... He sounds like a lot better of a volunteer than you do. Have one once... Well, he's been the state chair, so I'd hope. It doesn't matter. He's volunteer now, and he's still doing better. What yeah. are you, what are you I, doing with Ask him life? how many calendars he sold. He doesn't have to sell them. He's a legend. If he's the former oh, state chair. God, we've got another legend. <laughs> Boy, you love calling people legends, I don't do. you? <laughs> Jeez. Look, he's getting ready to leave now. He's yeah. like just getting thick. Thank you, all, thank you all very much for inviting me. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just got a phone call. Yeah. Stuff, uh, okay, well, I'm going to tell you. I, right. I struggled to sell 10 calendars, okay? And I think he sold like 80. Nope. 90? 95. No, 95. Gosh, <laughs> That's slick. He's, Good for you. He's, Good for you. He sold more than like probably three quarters of the chapters in the state. Heck yeah. <laughs> Just by himself. Has, did, did anybody uh, so far win that yeah. you sold to? Yes. Yep. Yeah. What'd they 80 get? of them or 90. Yeah, you would have to. Wasn't it? It's somebody that we related to. Wasn't what it? was yeah. the total sales for for this year, uh, nine hundred sixty-two. Okay, we were up over two hundred calendars from last year. Awesome, yeah. that's that's good. Yeah, um, you know that's one of those surprising things with where where the economy's at and with uh, some of the stuff being more expensive. I, I still enjoy seeing people being able to uh, give to nonprofits and give to those opportunities to better the situation of what they're what well, they're after. You, what you they're think trying about to it though, our calendars are fifty dollars a piece. Thirty-five dollars of that goes to membership, which you know, right. Like, 
Brian, if you had bought a calendar yep. this year, you would have been a member of DU. Well, it depends. Like, if he, he, he was he, filling he, it out, I probably wouldn't. Well, be. that was a mistake. You let Grant fill, <laughs> yeah. some, fill out a blank piece of won't, paper that never got turned in. Mike, it I won't sure happen to put again. My name on my calendar. It's not, and let it's him not fill happening again. Out. So what, probably what he did is he wrote Grant Mims on there and put like a, a little symbol on the back so he knew that if that one got drawn it was yours yeah <laughs> and he just never turned the card over to see if it actually was yours probably yeah. that's not true <laughs> say it with a straight face to <laughs> us it's way too long it took him way too long to just, that. you haven't defended yourself at all I'm just laughing guilty <laughs> where's Judge Judy we got to hold up for right now <laughs> we got <laughs> we got duck hole <laughs> With the damn goose call. The, the gavel sound has to be the duck call. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> you kick death. <laughs> Turn him down some. Um, was that too loud? Was that pretty loud? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. So we know a little bit about you, but tell us... Uh, Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. You know what, where you're, you're you know, you're right. You know how you were raised. Your your background. Uh, you know, what what does somebody need to know about Mr. Mike Huff? How much time do we have? <laughs> I think Dad said the same thing when he was <laughs> on here. Uh, no, basically, it, you know, I'm I get to hit the glorious 65 this year and got already got my Medicare card, so I'm set. <laughs> uh, I get my cheaper hunting and fishing license next year i already had to buy them this year for turkey season okay so, yeah. so what is it it's what 60 is it 65 yeah oh shoot dad yeah. that'd be how well, much cheaper is it a lot well is it? i mean if you're doing the sportsman's license it's what 95 dollars a year which yeah. you know i, I, I paid 95 for mine yeah that's dirt cheap compared to for oh, everything yeah. you get so kudos yeah. to right. fish and wildlife right Heck yeah and i think the um the Old people's license, the senior citizen's license, is fifteen. Yeah. I think for a sportsman's. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. 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 Dang. You know, I, I was reading the other day, and uh, I'll, I'll have to get some concrete evidence for the next podcast on this. But you were talking about that what you get for ninety-five dollars is not bad. Kentucky, Tennessee, and I think it was Ohio, are the three cheapest states to get hunting license in for residents. I know I had so uh, I find that very interesting. I had a friend of mine I hunted turkeys with over in Missouri, and just for two spring turkeys, the last time I bought, I think it was close to $175 for wow. two turkeys. Shoo-hoo. So you definitely did <clears> not shoot a Jake. No, you're getting money's worth. No, you know, no uh, I don't blame you. I was born and raised in Danville, born in 1958, went to Danville High School. I was either graduated or kicked out. I'm not sure which one it was, but anyhow. Then went to college for a couple of years, and uh, my background is architectural design. So I, after I graduated, I worked for a private engineering firm in civil engineering for a couple of years. Moved down to transportation, stayed with them until '85. Then an opening came up in fish and wildlife for a boating access coordinator. Basically, if somebody to take over the boating program, that's when the department first started getting into doing a lot of boat ramps. So I interviewed for that position, got it. Um, and that was in 1985, and moved all the way up to assistant director for engineering. And honestly, I had a blast. I did I did boating access, fishing access, building designs. They moved me over to be over the capital construction program, and 
you know, I can't say enough about the department. Uh, you know, we everybody hears horror stories about every place they work with. I enjoyed it. I, for 21 years, I enjoyed being there. So I decided that I'd had enough uh, state government. I decided to retire. Stayed in retirement for two whole months. Went absolutely nuts. Went back to work for a private engineering firm, and I told them I'd stay with them until I hit 62. And uh, 62 hit, I was out the door. Um, and now I stay home. I do home designs. I've been doing house designs since 1985. So now I do about 60 sets of plans a year. <clears throat> okay. So, have you, you know, you said you were working. Were you doing the home designs? Like on the side? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this whole time you've like been... drawing up blueprints. Yeah, that was just right. an extra yeah. source of income right there. Yeah, it, was, yeah. It, it pays for the hunting trips. Yeah. There you go. That's what it amounts yeah. to. And, you know, it's, I've been thinking about becoming a bartender for the same reason. <laughs> <laughs> but you would probably drink all your profits. Nah. Okay. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Wesley's not here. I'm not the resident alcoholic anymore. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay. All right. Um, you married? Yeah, I've been married for 41 years. There you go. There you go. Got Congratulations any... on that. Yeah. Thank I mean, you. that's a that's a round of applause. Got, uh, I got one spawn. Um, <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's, a, she's a spawn. She's 31 years old, and she's married to a gentleman in the service, which I commend him for his service. And right now he's an EOD specialist. Oh, he goes boy. in to blow up Yeah, stuff. man. Yeah, yeah so. I got a former EOD friend that uh, yeah. was blown up a couple times. Yeah, Colton's still got all his fingers and toes. Yeah. My former yeah. partner's EOD. Yeah. yeah. I tell you what, they're wired different. Yes. Oh, yeah, commend them for he, sure. Yeah, he's working with special forces guys. And, okay. Um, so they yeah. they they gone right now? No, they're still at Campbell and they're training. Okay. So gotcha. hopefully, hopefully he won't have to go anywhere. Okay. Hopefully, but um, he started out when they met. They, they he was a, an Apache service guy. He yeah. worked, I think he worked yeah. on the airframes and stuff for the Apaches. And then uh, they were, he was still at Campbell. They, they met, fell in love, got married. In the military's infinite wisdom, he was in Fort Wainwright, which is in Fairbanks, Alaska. So with him being married, they could not do any, they could not get a family home on base until they had the wedding certificates signed and that had to go to Juneau. Oh it took about three weeks for them to finally get the wedding certificate back. Then he had to apply for family housing. Yeah, get that. So anyhow, the the fun story is I drove her six and a half days, forty five hundred miles to Fairbanks, Alaska. Her and the little car full of stuff, along with the dog Henley, who right now is at our house. This dog <laughs> rode forty five hundred miles and was awake maybe two hundred miles of the whole trip. Oh, that makes now, it nice. He's a perfect dog. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. that does help. Yeah, I said, look, I said, I moved you 4,500 miles away from me. Don't come back. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how many times she's been back. <laughs> Sam, and, uh, I love her to death. And, it's the fatherly love. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we fight like cats and dogs, but that's the way it should be. Right. Uh, from Wainwright, they moved to Fort Hood, which is where he switched from the Apache Air Crews to EOD. And then he went to Fort Lee for three months. Then down to Eglin Air Force Base to finish up the training, and now they're stationed at Fort Campbell. So if they're at Campbell, is he, is he Army? Yes. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So that makes it, I mean, I know you said don't uh, come back or nothing, oh, but I mean, it's nice, you know. Even when she comes up to visit now, I said don't come back. And she just looks at me and laughs. <laughs> like, you, you know I'm going to be back. 
Yeah. And just to give you an idea, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger says, I'm back. <laughs> well, they bought our other house that's right adjacent to the farm, so they're back. <laughs> and, and had one grandson. He turns five this month. There and, you go. Um, he gets what going, day? You had to ask me that. 23rd July. 23rd? Oh, okay. My son's is the You thought the I was going to miss that one and screw up. No, no. I, I was not setting you, know you up. Yeah. I wasn't setting you up. Um, but we're actually going to take him wood duck hunting this year. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So yes. it'll be, it'll be kind of neat. Not sure the son-in-law can get off to go, but um, good. the three of us are going to go. So It'll be a good time. Yeah. And if it's anything like it was when I took Nicole hunting the first time, which was on Thanksgiving when she was four, Dog didn't do anything because she all she had was a bag full of donuts, and cookies, and everything else. Dog said, "Hell no, I ain't getting out of there. I'm gonna stay right here and eat these goodies." Now you just take. He's not. A, he's not gonna shoot. Oh, I hope not. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I'm gonna tell you, it, it's fun. His attention span is about as long as your mustache. That's pretty short. <laughs> Damn, my mustache. I love my mustache. Just what's the rest of it? Anyway. Remember, um, you invited me here. <laughs> no, I, I, I tell you, that's... He kids. tries to look like... Uh, oh, gosh. No, uh, no. <laughs> there you go. No. Just, uh, no, dang. Gosh, I just drew a blank on his name. Longer. He's, uh, he's in uh, Blue Bloods. Tom Selleck. Um, Tom Selleck. He tries to look like Tom Selleck. Tom, hey, Tom Selleck or, Sa- or, Sa- or Sam Elliott. I mean, Tom Selleck. It, either one of them. How's the song? Looks about? like somebody put about six caterpillars on each side of your lip. It's not Burt Reynolds and he ain't Tom Selleck. Why don't you bash on him? He's definitely not, a, not an Elliott. <laughs> God damn. Bash on him. This I mean, I like Walker too much. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, I've gotten, I don't even, I, it's hard to keep up with. I mean, we're five episodes in, and I've been told that I can't be anywhere near a baseball field for little kids. <laughs> I've been called Jesus with a mustache. That's an insult. Jesus with a mustache? I <laughs> You know, no, I mean, I, I guess it would. I guess it would. baseball field, that's because he drives a white van. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't drive a white van, people. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Am I going to invite it back? <laughs> it, I just it, literally, no. it targets duck hunters and says free, we'll de- back, free decoys on the side of it. I won't be here. I'm about done with y'all anyway. My damn idea, and y'all just come in here back. Man, we need an episode without you. This is just true. Well, by God, we'll fucking, we can take care of that real fucking quick. You know what? I'm done. I'm walking out the door right now. Of your own house? Yeah. Right now. And I'll, I'm going to sit outside with the dogs. Sorry, some bitches. <laughs> All right, Mike. How long have you been a volunteer with DU? Oh, it's going on about twenty-two years. Twenty-two years. So, right around, right around two thousand, something like that. Two, that'd be two thousand one. Okay. Pretty close to it. I got you. Um, Your addition and subtraction works pretty good. <laughs> what positions have you held with DU? I know you said you were state chair. Yeah, I started out as a. You know, volunteer, like just about everybody that comes into the chapter, they start out as a volunteer, and they're the most important people of the chapter. Without the volunteers, you don't have a chapter. You're welcome. So Great. You, Thank you for your service. Yeah. Uh, from then, it kind of lasted about two years as a volunteer, and I think I took over for Barry Welty, who had just moved into the conservation committee side. So I took over um, area chair for a couple of years, did treasurer, and as I was getting to step down from area chair, we were at a uh, state convention down in, in Cave City. 
and sitting around the room, everybody was drinking beer, having a good time, and everything kind of calmed down. And uh, the current district chair, district 10 chair, asked me, said, have you thought about moving up? Who's that? That was Daphne, uh, Daphne Hobson. Okay. And um, I said, yeah, I thought about it. And that was all it said. So next morning, we're in in the um, um, state meeting and stuff. And the first thing I heard was, congratulations to your new District 10 chair, Mike Huff. <laughs> I about spit my eggs and bacon out. I didn't realize. Wait a minute, that's my name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, what? I even checked the name on my belt, and that was it. <laughs> uh, so I became District Chair. Okay. Stayed that position for a while and then moved up to a regional chair, which at that time we had two regional chairs within the state. And basically, if you drew a line from about Shepherdsville, Louisville area, straight south, they kind of divide east and west. And most of most of the eastern chapters are from Elizabethtown to uh, Lexington up to Cincinnati down to Somerset, which included at that time London. So I had several chapters I was over and um, stayed as regional chair for, several years and then got asked to move up to state chair so didn't make it on the first first try to state chair but then the second time i, I became state chair and it, it's a lot of fun i mean it, and no doubt it's a lot of work because you know now you're over the whole state right and each state is assigned a region and at that time i think we were uh in region five which dealt with missouri kentucky iowa illinois indiana so the five states in there. And we're basically out of the Great Lakes area. Um, so with that, we were up there, and that required monthly phone calls, um, a couple of trips per year for for meetings and stuff along okay. the state convention. And, so uh, you had to meet with all these other... Other, st- other state other chairmen state and incoming state chairs for those other five okay. states. And we also had, like, you know, director of development and um, a bunch of other people from DU. Right. But it's... So I find it interesting that Iowa would be a part of that region. Well, it was Region Five, and that's how they that's how they kind of broke it. That's out. how they broke yeah. it up. Okay. And now we're actually back in Region Four, which is the South Southern Region Office. Don't ask me which all states, because I'm still trying to learn which ones. Are what in there. what like, all states does that include? Oh yeah, I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> well, just so you know, I got here on my piece of paper. It's uh, Louisiana, Mississippi. Um, Tennessee. Tennessee, Arkansas, and Kentucky. Oh, cool. So we're, we're with Arkansas. Yep. Yeah. Don't you feel special? Uh, that's that's a tough competition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Louis- yeah. It's a good company. I mean, Louisiana is a tough one. They are um, they're knocking this thing out of the water. Really? Yeah. They're, yeah, they're, they're really making some really? money. Yeah. Okay. I guess you're pushing pushing Watch some TV shows on them hunting marshland down there. Not too long ago. Dude, I seen a video that on... That was pretty interesting hunts. This is just really quick. Couldn't take the dogs out because it freaking Dang, alligators. alligators, yeah. So they, they just let them float, and they were filming them get eaten <laughs> before they could go out yeah. and get them. This is really quick. I seen a video the other day. There was dolphins swimming in... I saw that too. Swimming in the, the decoys. Swimming <laughs> in the decoys. There's dolphins. I'm like, what so, the crap? <laughs> all right, so that has to be similar to the marshland that I was watching because it was like... It was like somewhere blended right there with the ocean. Yeah, I had like to be. it was it was out there like it was there was like a I can't remember they were saying something like a twenty five mile strip um, that was literally just Brackish. marshland all the way out to the ocean. Yep, and yep. that's where they were kind of out yep. there. Yeah, DU's gone back into some of those areas and rebuilt some of the repairing areas. It's really to where cool. It'll 
start breaking up those wave actions as they come in because I mean that's where we're losing the majority of the the, the property down that way is because of the yeah. wave actions. So. Um. So you know you're you're talking about the kind of work that they were doing, and I'm assuming you're talking about Louisiana, right? Yeah. Doing that. What kind of uh, what kind of work is you know Ducks Unlimited doing conservation wise in you know Kentucky in Kentucky? Yeah. Um, just got finished with a project up in uh, Henry County at the Kentucky uh, Wildlife Management Area. Um, I'm assuming everybody knows that, that we do get the commissioner's tags from Fish and Wildlife, which are the like a bonus uh, bonus turkey bonus buck and elk and we raffle those off last year we made ninety eight hundred dollars on these raffles so that actually mm. that money went in to help build a water impoundment structure at the kentucky uh, wildlife management area and it was um, it was built by uh, fish and wildlife employees but we put we put that $9,800 back into their pocket to help build this. And it came out with about a 10 or 11 acre impoundment where they can adjust the water levels and stuff on for, for birds and stuff coming in. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Some of the other things that we're doing is is at the Slews Wildlife Management Area there in Henderson. Um, we've got um, some projects going on there, water improvement structures, and then also down at Ballard. Of course, when I was growing up, Ballard was always known as the, the goose capital of the yeah, world. the king. And, you know, <laughs> now it's... Not. <laughs> I mean, no, there's, geese, there's geese everywhere. No, so, you know, yeah. it's not something yeah. that, you know, that you really... To me, it's not something that I would go strictly to Ballard County to shoot geese. Right. I mean, we yeah. stay here in our own backyards pretty much to shoot geese. Yeah. But now that we're going back through um, and updating a lot of the water control structures in there, because when the Olmstead Lock and Dam came in, uh, back in the late 80s uh hope carlson and i went down there and we actually put aerial photographs together trying to map on how the water flowed and we went through and put in some you know mechanical pumps and stuff and at the end of turner landing road there's a 36 inch uh pump that went in it was i forgot how many pumps something like uh about 30,000 35,000 gallons of water a minute Gosh. and we yeah. It's it's huge. Yeah. I mean, we were we were all concerned with the Jackson Purchase uh, Jackson Purchase uh, Electric that if we turn that pump on, it's going to be a brownout in that area. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that didn't happen, thank goodness. But yeah. um, anyhow, we've got a lot of money going back into installing two new um, pumps on the northern part of the boundary, which would be up next to Shelby Lake Farms. And instead of having to push water uphill, everybody knows that like trying to push a rope, it just doesn't work. Right. Yeah. I mean, it takes a while, but you know, these two new pumps will be able to flow water down through Shelby Lake and on down through the rest of the areas. Uh, we've updated the um, the front water control structure coming in off the front slough, and they've got a couple other uh, structures along the area they're working on now. So hopefully, here in a few years, we'll have this thing up and running, and everything will be up to date. So I mean, the, I, you know, I, I've said it before, and. You know, nobody really thinks of, especially anymore. I mean, that you used to, you know, you you know, you you mentioned that, you know, Ballard used to be, you know, goose, probably, one of the top, you know, goose sites, in the country, um, but you know, nobody really thinks of Kentucky and you know 
waterfowl and you know i mean yeah western ducky okay sure but i i still don't think it's like it used to be you know 20 years ago your exact words were kentucky is not duck duck mecca it's not but i mean you know it's still good to know that you know there is conservation efforts that you know go into into the state and not just you know western kentucky i you know i understand that yeah out of the whole state of kentucky i most of the percentage of population of you know ducks is probably western kentucky um but it's good to know that you know that there is work that goes on you know around the whole state um and in the state for that matter you know i mean i wouldn't consider kentucky a a top duck state but it's good that you know ducks unlimited recognizes that well you're uh, right it's not a top duck state but at the same time is that you know for us that hunt here i mean we do have we still have some pretty good duck hunts in yeah. this area of central kentucky yes yes uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So been a part of a, several <laughs> you know, several good ones yeah. i haven't got to yet but yeah. i'm hoping this season well if you'd better. gone over and helped him repair that blind maybe you've been invited he didn't ask oh. <laughs> so, uh, i just know. heard about that when he yeah. brought it up but you know the thing is it's still you don't duck hunting is kind of cool it's one of those things you don't have to you know be very very quiet we're right hunting, you know, Right. You can you talk can, like yeah, this. You can like, oh, have, yeah. have fun. You can laugh and tell right. stories and stuff, and then work birds when they come in. Right. And it's not if you kill a bird. It's yeah. the experience that you have when you go out. You watch the sunrise in the morning. You know, you watch whatever birds are coming in, and you watch about and you, last podcast. Yeah, and you watch Grant miss. That's when it's really Whiff. There goes the Malaford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to uh, you have to listen to was it episode three. three with my dad? My dad's on it. Don't listen to that one with the grandbaby around. Yeah, don't. Yeah, no, no, don't do that. But uh, maybe not even the wife. I had uh, it was me, my dad, and uh, one of my sister's friends. We were down in Arkansas, and I'm, I'll make this really quick. But because uh, you should have listened to it by now. Like but, your watermelon story. Anyway, <laughs> we had a single greenhead come in, and we were supposed to let. Kendall shoot, which is my sister's friend, and uh, anyway, I stood up and shot, and I missed. And my dad stood up and shot, and he hit the dang on thing. My dad, my uh, dog, old dog Tough, brought it back. I looked at it, double banded, you know. So that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. But um, that's really cool. Um, I feel like I'm asking all the questions. Uh, Brian, you got anything? Yeah. So. Uh... <laughs> Mike, several years back, I guess it's been four years now, thinking hard on it, um, out at Shaker Village in uh, Harrisburg, Kentucky, um, the local DU chapter um, did some uh, goose banding. And I uh, got to partake in that, took my four-year-old with me. And I'm curious, is that something that you all are uh, doing this year or have plans to do this year or next year? How's that look? I mean, that's, that's an awesome way for uh, hunters to get out and – and serve because I mean you get to learn a lot and you get to see a lot you get to handle them I thought it was really cool it's something we'd like to do again uh, we did one a couple of years ago before COVID came in we did that to the treatment plant mm. okay basically it's something that we have to get with Fish and Wildlife on and being Wes Little and John Brunches because they're the two waterfowl biologists for the state and you know they want to be able to, to hopefully ban you know 50 plus new birds I mean, you know they don't I don't blame them. They don't come out to ban, you know, three or four, right. yeah. four birds. Yeah. So what we have to do is we actually have to watch the areas, see if we see a lot of geese, a lot of, you know, a lot of nesting birds and stuff, and then give them a call and say, hey, we have X number of birds here at Property Y. Can you schedule a, a banding? And 
you know, a lot of their hot spots are in Lexington, the golf courses and all those places, <laughs> yeah. you know, horse farms and stuff. Um, and they'll try to work it into their schedule. It's not something we can do every year because sometimes we don't have right. necessarily, you know, the biggest hatch in one spot. We may have, you know, a large hatch countywide, but it's in so many different groups that right. you can't get to them and do all that. No, I get that. Yeah, but you know what's fun is you, you know you bring you bring the kids out that have never done this before, and you know they're looking at a goose that's um, as my son-in-law would say, uh, black-necked cobra chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and getting them to physically handle the birds. Yeah, and it's it's amazing is once you tuck that head up underneath that wing, yep. how docile they get. Yeah. And uh, we always tell everybody wear old clothes because you will come back yep. by the time this thing is over with. Yeah, so I just, yeah, the first time when I remember going to it, I uh, wore a short sleeve uh, shirt and I had blue jeans on. I always wear blue jeans. But, uh, anyways, I go to this thing summertime. It's about this time of year, I think. It's right before they yeah, become. It's around the first uh, of July. Yeah, it's right before they fly. Uh, that's the goal. Um, so. So we show up to this thing. It's hot. I mean, it's it's ten o'clock in the morning already, and it's I swear it was like already eighty five beaming. And uh, so I go back to the truck, and and I had a long sleeve button up in there, and I put it on, and that was the saving grace because they did they w- they would flog your arm something fierce the whole time it's they were a, kicking it's and screaming. How, how sharp those little toenails yeah, are too. Yeah. yeah. So uh, put that on, and uh, after that it was great. My wife found a great position within that because she actually became the scribe for that event. Okay. So of the clipboard, yeah. the guy that was handling the clipboard, he's like, I don't really have that good of writing. Anybody here write good? And I think she was one of three females at this entire event at Shaker Village. So she wrote it, and, of course, all the guys had to go deal with her, and she loved the attention, so on and so forth. <laughs> and so, so, yeah, so, I mean, we had a blast. I mean, yeah. it was fun. And there, there probably was. There was probably 100 birds or more there. I mean, we had a, it was a large because I, I just remember had to get them off the water, yep. bring them over to an area. We took the orange fence. Up there by the cemetery. Yep, worked it in on them, and uh, had, it, was, it was a good. I, it was, Shakertown used to have a lot of birds out there yeah. that would nest, yeah. and, you know, I, I haven't seen the birds driving back and forth across 68 like mm-hmm. a, I had before, yeah. you know, nesting. But, nah. um, yeah, it's great. It's, it's a lot of fun to get the kids involved. And of course, you know, some of them, some of them aren't going to touch a goose or anything else. Because, I'm not touching <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I'm, see, I don't even drive that way anymore. So it pooped on me. I haven't been by a Shaker Village in, it's probably been six months. I, I don't, I just don't go that I'm way anymore. Way I, this evening. <laughs> I, I used to live in Lexington, so I would drive that way to come down here. We were down here all the time, but. Now I'm over in Garrett County. I, I come across 152, so I don't yeah. fool with going that way okay. anymore. So, um, yeah. And then uh, my next question would be, uh, what are some fun and good upcoming activities you all are working on or planning? Events, events, activities. Funny, funny you should mention that because uh, the gentleman sitting next to my right is uh, me. Yeah, Grant, you be you. Oh, okay. uh, September 9th, we're going to bring back the state duck and goose calling contest. It's okay. Gonna be it's going to be down at Madisonville. It's going to be at 10 o'clock Central Time. Uh, it's going to be there at the, uh, I think it's the Hopkins County Archery Center. Mm-hmm. I think it's yep. the way that it's actually said. Um, we've got about eight judges right now um, that have agreed to help us. We've got to have at least five to go through each one. The state duck calling and the state goose calling have to be a Kentucky resident. The meat calling, they can be anywhere from anywhere they want to. Uh, our sponsors this year are going to be uh, Higdon Decoys, 
Apex Ammunition wow. and uh, Mossy Oak. And I've got a few more calls to make. Uh, we're hoping to get a few more sponsors in before you know this thing actually happens. You gonna partake in that, Grant? Darn diggity! You want me? To, you want me to get, do a practice right now? No. Mike said no. no. Mike's no. ears no. might not okay. be able to handle it. Okay. No. Turn his headphones down. Well, and, and I, can't, I, I can't stay out very late. My wife told me I had to be home, <laughs> so I didn't need you to warm up for an hour. Yep. Before I forget, and I was going to make a Facebook post about it too, but I want to tell you um, while you're here, I appreciate you taking on. You know, we talked about, you know, he's former state chair for Ducks Unlimited, you know, Kentucky Ducks Unlimited, but he also took on the role of being the state chair for the calling competition. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm the greatest conservationist duck caller. Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, you know, I, and I, I just want to, I want to thank you for for doing Appreciate that because it. Um, it, it it means a lot to me. Uh, you know, I'm not a judge, so I can't vote for you, right? Oh yeah, no, no, no. I, I, might, I, I hey, I might mean so much to him that he hasn't done it in years. Hey, I might finish last. I mean, I'm I'm just saying, you know. But have you bought your tickets yet? To what? The calling contest. You got to buy. You can't just do it there. You bum. I want to make it. sure we have people signed up. Oh, I'll do it. it. I'll do it as soon as we get off here. Okay. Um, Y'all heard it right there. Go on and get your tickets. Where can they get those tickets at, Mike? All right. The way to get the tickets is go to the um, Kentucky State Ducks Unlimited website, and you can go down through events and it gets to that. The other way is to go to either oh, – I'm sorry. we got a brand-new Facebook page for the state of Kentucky. Brand spanking new. It's Ducks Unlimited of Kentucky. We're going to plug that on Instagram, guys. And Facebook. And Facebook. And right. Facebooks. In there is a QR code that will take you. Just take a picture of the QR code. It takes you straight to the registration, and you can sign up there. Or, And it's it's 50 for each. 50 for each. So if you want to do all contest, three of them, you right. need to be 150 bucks. Yep. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and do that then to make you feel better. Is this like a spectator sport? Can I come just, down and just watch? Do the yeah, it's just, Ducks, it Ducks Unlimited of Kentucky. Yeah. It used to be, it was Kentucky Ducks yeah. Unlimited. Yeah, what we, happened? What, can you go into it? Yeah, I'll go into it. Through some shape, form, or fashion, we went through and reposted our Ducks Unlimited license plate. You know, it's the license plate is $50. Part of, that, right. part of that money comes back to the state of Kentucky that goes into the, you know, the big pot. And my daughter is the... Uh, guru for Facebook for us, and she got a notification saying that hey, you can't post this. You're on probate. Up, oh, never mind. The Facebook page is closed. Dang! Wow. Didn't, didn't give us an explanation, basically, yeah. or anything. Picture else. of a license plate. <laughs> yeah, picture of a license plate. <laughs> That's okay. so. We were sitting there trying to figure out how to get it back, and just couldn't couldn't really get it to come in any certain way. So we said, the heck with it. We'll just call. Ducks Limited of Kentucky. So it's up and running. Okay. So please go to it, like, share it. We need to get everything back up and going. Definitely. Did you find it, Brian? I did. I'm actually going to our uh, Facebook page right now. I'm gonna oh, okay. Look at you go. Follow but now, and share it. I just, uh, <clears throat> calling competition means a lot to me. And I don't want to take too much time up on this right now. But uh, if you've ever been to Stuttgart Thanksgiving weekend, you you have a respect for it, um, even if you're the worst sounding caller in the world. Uh, you you have a respect for it, and, and it. You talking about me? No, I'm talking about. Is it worst caller? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, something <laughs> Walker. No, I, no. Um, 
But it, it so it and it, it takes a lot of talent and you know people oh well who's just bowling a duck off no. No. Yeah, it's definitely it's, not that. It's definitely not attest. that. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I didn't want it to, you know, go away. Uh, you know, COVID hurt calling competitions all a lot. Uh, and, and thankfully that that's uh, over and done with. But, no, I, I you know, it, it meant a lot to me that, you know, you stepped up for that, uh, you know, Thank be you. the state chair, you know, for the, the calling competition and putting in the work to – to uh, you know, get the judges and you know, get sponsors, and I know you've had some help, but um, limited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It uh, his back starting to hurt from carrying all this. <laughs> oh, buddy, I tell you, I mean, the, the man does a lot for yeah. Kentucky Ducks Unlimited and for the Gong Competition, and uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, pretty well, cool that you're doing all yeah, that. Well, we also have our state convention. Yes. first time back since COVID. It's going to be uh, August 19th at uh, Holiday Inn South in Louisville. They're off Hurstbourne Lane in 64. Um, we got a couple of good prizes we're working on so far, or auction items, I should say. One is a two-man, four-day duck hunt in Arkansas at Debut Duck Club. Uh, we're working on a, it's either a two-man or a four-man fishing trip to uh, Dell County, no, I'm sorry, Door County, Wisconsin, with Dave Heath hmm. for fishing for smallmouth. Oh, man. Hmm. Um, we have, um, of course, we have some of our usual dove hunts and uh, safaris and stuff that we'll have. Do you have a, a dove hunt in Argentina, possibly? Yes. Oh, I might have to call Logan right. about that one. Hey, uh, you just uh, Venmo me some money, by God. I'll put it down yeah. on this. <laughs> hey, when are we going? I just had, I just had some friends got back from yeah. there. Oh, yeah, dude, they, had a, they had a good time. Yeah, they say it's um, awesome. And then the last one I'm going to plug is our local banquet, which is going to be on October 21st at 6 o'clock. New, new location. New location. Right? It's going to be at the, sh- the showroom, which is the old Tommy Owen Chevrolet dealership there on Lebanon Road at um, US 127 Bypass in Danville. Okay. You know where that, you know where that is. Yep. Yeah. Brian, I mean, you'll actually get to fill out yep. your membership card and become a member at of that one. Yeah. Or, what do you get when you do that? Anything fun? You could be a sponsor. Yeah, you could be a sponsor. Yeah. We'll take uh we'll take okay. we have three different levels of sponsorship. It's uh yep. bronze, silver, and gold. Yep. Uh bronze is two seventy five. Two seventy five. Okay. That gets two of you in there and you get some raffle tickets and you also get a chance on one of the three sponsor guns we give away. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you did the five hundred. That's a you, silver. Yep. So yep. You, silver. You get, you get a few more goodies, a few more raffle tickets, and two chances on the sponsor guns. How many seats does it, that get you? Generally, we'll give you uh, eight. Or I'm sorry, six seats for the 500. But now, if you're, <clears throat> the way it kind of works is if you're trying to take money to become a life sponsor, we have to take those memberships out of that $500 for each of the persons that you bring in. Okay. So in other words, okay. out, of, out of 500, if you brought six, you're looking at you know $210 less. So. Okay. Or, or we could do a thousand dollar sponsorship, which is what I really like to try to sell you. Um, He's got it. He works for he works for KU. Yeah. Big money, Brian. Yeah. thousand dollars. Yeah. He keeps bands change. in his truck. Yeah, bands yeah, in the truck. Here's the sweet thing: a lot of people don't understand <laughs> is we have a monthly payment option that you can do this. So if you decided you wanted to sponsor, you didn't want you know spend two hundred seventy five dollars or five hundred thousand. You could do this actually in monthly payments yeah. drawn straight from your bank from you know through DU. The two fifty or two seventy five is twenty two dollars and thirty one cents a month. The five hundred is twice that much, mm-hmm. and then the thousand is about eighty five dollars a month. 
Don't okay. you do Grant? Actually, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it, re- it really is, yeah. You know, it's, just, mean, it's just like if you go to buy a vehicle, they say, hey, we'll give you uh, 0% interest for 12, year, or 12 months. Hey, I'm going to take it. Yeah. 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 It's really not. I mean, it, it's, it's a no-brainer. You know, this year we've got – I'm going to – I know you're all short on time, but I want oh, to tell you're good. this. Can we get, like, fancy placards put on the table that says BD Waterfowl Podcast? Actually, oh, you're actually, thinking about it. This yeah. is a group. <laughs> yeah. Like a group sponsorship? Woo! That'd be actually kind of sick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were – Ducks Unlimited came, in, came to life in 1937. Mm-hmm. Anybody got any how many acres we have conserved of wetlands since then? In, uh, Brand, in the state of counts. Kentucky or in the no, U.S.? Yes. US. US. Okay. I'm not guessing. I, my guess will be in 30, 30, 32 million? 56,782,000. I don't know. You're almost close. Almost. I like that. <laughs> almost. 54 million. No, it's right at 16 million acres. This is, not, yeah, this is, you know, since 1930. How many it? acres? 60? 16 million. 16 million. 16 million. Okay. I said 32. Time, right? okay. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. This year, it's an estimate. We're looking at trying to save um, 625,000 this year. Just in one Heck year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, so 16 million since 1937. Right. And you're going to do three quarters. Over, you know, all, yeah, close over to half three, a million. Th- cl- yeah, close to three quarters. Right. Be, yeah. Now, here's year. the question is, you know, everybody says, well, you know, this business takes X number of dollars to run. Out of every dollar spent, how much do you think actually goes to? Eighty-eight cents. I was going to say to personnel. Oh, twelve, <laughs> twelve cents. Might take a guess. I'm I'm gonna keep my spirits high with Ducks Unlimited and say it's less than twenty or yeah, less than twenty cents. On average, it's seventeen cents on a dollar goes to pay oh. for staff. That's that's a oh, gorgeous ran nonprofit. I would have said twelve. So yeah. Here, here's the other. I beauty thought it was twelve. Of it. Here's the other beauty of it is that we can take that that eighty three cents on a dollar, match it to state monies, which is fish and wildlife monies. Also, the state will then take and match their Pip and Robinson monies, which is monies that you pay for when you buy guns and ammo and all that stuff. Right. And then we have another program that's out there, not DU, but nationally. It's called NACA. It's a North American Wetland Conservation Act. Each year we go to D.C. and talk to our senators and stuff up there and our representatives about them to continue funding NACA. Uh, we also talk to them about the Farm Bill. Mm-hmm. Something I didn't know about the Farm Bill is basically 85 cents of every dollar goes to food stamps out of the Farm Bill. And that was something I did not know. It's, it's, oh, it's stupid. It's unreal. Yeah. Uh, farm Bill's a great program, though. Out of the Farm Bill. If, if, it's, if it's built, you know, if it's paid yep. for right. 85 cents? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the Farm Bill, I mean, it it helps a lot with with wetland. I mean, I mean, there's a lot that goes into the How much farm money are we that, talking about with this Farm Bill? I don't know. It's coming up it for reauthorization, yeah. and this is going to be one of the largest yeah. authorizations we've ever had. Now, that does not surprise me. No. I, I'm not going to try to venture a number. They told us, but I'll be honest with you, I'll probably say it wrong. Okay. Um, but just kind of Fair give you enough. an idea. Fish and Wildlife on, on the the Big River pump station down at Ballard, and i got to read this to make sure I get it right, is they're leveraging $3,375,000 of federal Pittman Robinson dollars. That's the money from the sale of weapons and stuff. And then DU is going to raise 25% match for a million one hundred twenty-five thousand. And without these partnerships, 
big river pump stations probably couldn't have it. Right. So, you know, the best thing is Fish and Wildlife is still a, a non-tax dollar organization. We hope it stays that way forever. Um, you know, they're able to, to take the Pittman Robinson monies, which is based on the number of uh, license sales and then the, the acreage of the state. And that's how they divide that money up, or that's how we get our money from that. Uh, the NACA monies, I mean, our regional biologists putting together a, a close to a $5 million grant for three states, which is Kentucky, Illinois, and Missouri. Hmm. So that money goes a long, long way. The one thing I wish for the uh, Kentucky Fish and Wildlife uh, off topic is I wish they were paid more. Everybody from the officers to you would say pay more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you were talking about you got into that and and as a kid, okay. So both my parents were law enforcement. Um, I wanted to do that. I loved it. I've loved animals ever since I was a little kid. But living in the city, it took venturing out on my own and then connecting with grant stuff like that, getting hunting. But I just absolutely love the resource officer type deal, and um, it it's devastating to know that them them guys and gals are not compensated for their efforts the way that I think they should be. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a taxing job. There's no doubt about it. So, um, you know, they're during hunting, fishing seasons. I mean, it's a 24 hour a day job. Right. You know, you may, oh, well, yeah. okay, I'm off Thursday and Friday, but something happens, you know, with now. Yeah. Phone rings. Yeah. Phone rings. You got to go. Yep. And, you know, the sad part is they don't have officers for every county. So we got right. guys having, you know, cover two counties or, or something. It, it is tough. It is tough. So. Do you have anything for him, Walker? Yeah, I got a, got a couple questions. I was going to ask about your day job, but you told us you retired and do your house sit, blueprints and stuff. Sit there in my fuzzy bunny slippers and work. Hey, ain't nothing wrong <laughs> with that. It's better so, than what Dad does every day. What you do today? Well, I did a load of laundry and, uh... I unloaded the dishwasher. Oh, I, I, uh, I vacuumed the basement. Oh, so you didn't do jack shit. So no, no, not really. <laughs> okay. He's like, to, today I had a great day. I got to go to Indiana and pick up about a thousand uh, snow goose decoys. Uh-huh. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Yep. So. If you want to part with any of them, let me know. I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> I'm the snow commander. Uh, what? <laughs> Did you catch that? Yeah, I caught it. I ain't the spook commander no more, by golly. Oh, we'll see. No. All right. What you got, Walker? So, Mike, what's, uh, <laughs> what's your favorite waterfowl species? Whether it's to hunt or look at, just a, a favorite. Well, it's a tough one. I mean, it, it is. It's it is really. A... Give us two. No, no, uh, no. No? Go no. on one? All right, yeah. one. The coot. Sorry. The coot? Yeah, because <laughs> when, when I see coots, I know there's some ducks around. Coots popular. <laughs> so, Guys, we, no. we have two podcasts in a row. Coots. Coots. No. <laughs> yeah. Boy. You know. <clears throat> I've been I've been lucky enough, I guess, to kill a uh, camas back, and I'd love to be able yeah. to kill some more. Um, a year ago, December, I had a chance to go to Kodiak and shoot harlequins, <laughs> barrels, wow, uh, surf scoters, and something else. Oh, long tails. Yeah. Um, <laughs> those are some awesome birds. Yeah. Um, I would I. But honestly, I think wood ducks, I enjoy them because just, you know, it's that early morning flight. You hear them whistling and talking to each other and, you know, an hour later they're done. It's yep. Time to eat breakfast. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 You don't see them within the first 30 minutes. So, so with, with you knocking those four off, how close are you to fulfilling your list? Have you ever kept track of your species list? Oh, the Hunt 41? Yeah. yeah. 
I'm a long way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Long way. Yeah. You know, most of the birds I've shot are pretty much like what everybody here has. I've, okay. I've had the opportunity to, you know, pick up some cinnamon teal in Mexico. Woo! Um, <laughs> that's Wal- that, that's, that's Walker's fa- that's yeah. Walker's favorite. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know the first one I shot. I didn't know what I shot. Until I went over pictures of it. Holy crap! Yeah. Um, in Mexico? Yeah. That'd be sick. Went down to um, actually there was a gentleman that was out of Shepherdsville. He donated a two-person, all-expense-paid trip to Mexico. There was thirteen of us that went. And, wow. Um, <laughs> the hunt went for. I think two of us bought it for twenty eight hundred dollars. What? Yeah, that's yeah, it. It, it. was nuts. Oh uh, my! Unfortunately, gosh. he's passed away, and yeah. we don't have those trips anymore. <laughs> yeah, we went to Obregon. Um, first day, first morning out, we shot about three hundred doves, and of the twelve or thirteen doves that were there, I think only about four of us had ever dove hunted before. And uh, it's amazing you're swinging through on a dove and you pull the trigger and you watch a cactus in front of you explode. <laughs> that happened once or twice. Um, and then we did we did three days of dove hunting and then three days of, of waterfowl hunting. And um, yeah, I think the uh, I think the cinnamon teal on that hunt was the best thing. Okay. But you know we we've, we've killed widgeons and mallards and pintails and bluebills and redheads. You know. Um, but I would love to have the opportunity to go to Cold Bay Harbor, uh, Alaska, and shoot king hunters. I'd love to do that. Yep. I was gonna say that sounds very similar to Grant. Yep. Yeah. That, that, that's my. Uh, or to, or to get drawn to have an emperor goose. Mm, yeah. That, mm. I mean, yeah, that would be. I'm a very be. inexperienced waterfowl hunter. What's an emperor goose? Uh, it's like killing the biggest deer in, in the world. Okay, that's all I need. Well, I understand. Maybe the. Rarest deer yeah, in the world. Yeah, yeah there, there's not a lot of them. No. Killing a large albino deer. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there, there's not a lot <laughs> yeah. of them. They got to draw it. Or the smoke phase. Oh, it's like uh, like the elk hunts here. You got to draw for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're, but they're even harder to get. Yeah, they're yeah, in they're, just they're in next very, very few tags. Just, right just in Alaska. Yeah. Uh, okay. So a wood duck. Yeah, I, I, I mean, mean that, that's classic. I mean, that's the, good. They're the prettiest duck going. Yeah, was it a mandarin? Mandarin, yeah, mandarin. yeah. yeah. my favorite duck. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think you got by the eggs there and, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's buy, yeah, let's do that. Let's get these, like let's get like sixty and like raise them and just like let them loose around here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey. Freaking pop up on the news all over the place. Mandarin ducks in Harrisburg. <laughs> well, <last> what <laughs> was that? What was that? I don't know if y'all remember, and you might not even remember. You might not even know what I'm talking about. It Give was, me two seconds. Keep it, going. It was this past season, I think. Yep. Oh, the pink-footed there, goose. That was it. Yeah, that yeah. pink-footed goose. That's um, over, that was over in Jessamine County. Yeah, up, up at, up at Ramsey's. Is it Ram, on Ramsey's? That big pond? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like Greenland. Yeah, is that where they were? Yeah. Did somebody see one or did it get yeah. shot? Oh, no, they no, saw, they saw one. Okay. They saw yeah. It. Yeah. yeah WK, WKYT was out there. I mean, I'll have to look into that. Big, yeah. yeah, big thing about it. I passed that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. I got one more for you, Mike. Okay. Your top two favorite hunts of all time. This does not have to be waterfowl no, related. It no, be waterfowl. it'll be waterfowl because the first one, like I said, my daughter, she's 31 and she's been hunting with me since she was four. Right. Uh, Cedar Creek Lake. Let's see. Maybe seven, eight years ago. 
gone out done you know pre-morning scout for Thanksgiving morning and everything and I'd get out there and I found some canvas backs I thought hey I know we're almost set up so I set up we were sitting there and she was drinking her foo-foo coffee and eating the donuts and all of a sudden here come the canvas backs so we both shot I killed a drake she killed a hen that was a great morning the next thing that came around was dad I gotta go to the bathroom I said, well, the trees are behind you. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, she gets out of the boat. And it was, you know, I had a little 1436 <clears throat> low at the time. I had hard sides on it. had a door. Of course, when you step out, you're almost, in, you know, up over the top of your waders and stuff. So she crawled out on the shallow side. And uh, she went up there. And she said, whatever you do, don't shoot any buffalo heads till I get back. I said, okay. <laughs> I think I might know where this is going. It's another so one. So, anyhow, she's up there and, you know. I can hear her mouthing, and she's tripping through the woods and stuff, and this buffle head comes gliding in, like a buffle head doesn't do sometimes. And just about the time he got feet wet, I pull the trigger. She goes, did you shoot what I think you shot? I went, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyhow, she comes, she comes flying back down the bank, trying to get her straps up over her shoulder. She said, you shot a buffle head, didn't you? I went, yeah. So, yeah, she was mad at me for that. And then uh, I said, well, I'll tell you what. I said, we'll find you a buffalo head to shoot. So we waited for a little while longer, and, and nothing was coming in. So we picked up and eased across the lake, and there was a large raft of coots. So I shut the engine off, and we're sitting there watching the coots as they're coming out of the cliff, or out of the cove. And, um, Did you I say coots? I'm sorry. Coot, I'm yeah, coots. Okay. No, right. my, my next favorite bird. Yeah, yeah. I said, Nicole, I said, you need to watch this raft of coots coming out. I said, there will be a buffalo head in there. Sure enough, there's a buffalo head. So she's sitting there not paying attention to what's going on. And this buffalo head takes off. I shoot it. So there's two buffalo heads I've killed. <laughs> <laughs> so to watch her face get red and get mad because I've killed both buffalo heads that we saw that day. Are they drakes? Yeah. Both of them? No. Oh. <laughs> yep. That, that, I mean, that was fun to be yeah. able to do that with her. And right. Just aggravate the crap out of her. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, we get along great, but if we're not picking on each other, it's no fun. Something's wrong. Um, I guess a second second favorite hunt, and i got to spread this over a couple of trips, but my Canadian hunts. Yeah. Going to Saskatchewan. Um, if you've never made the trip north of the border, mm-hmm. Early season. He just found out he's allowed to. Yeah, I'm allowed to go. Apparently, if you have any, like, criminal convictions or you've goofed up in any point in your life. Yeah. Six years? Was it? Is that what Joe said? It was six years? I think it has, yeah, it has to be at least six years. Or you, so have, to get or you have to get a pardon. Like, yeah, special yeah. pardon. So I, I heard, like, two months ago that if you've had any kind of criminal, like, if you've been arrested anything. for anything, that you cannot cross Misdemeanor the Canadian, or not, Canadian border. I, I have no idea. Um. They let me through. <laughs> okay, I did something really young and dumb when I was in high school, and that's about it. Um, so I was like, well, y'all, y'all go to Canada. I'll just sit there on this side of the border and wave at you. But um, apparently Joe came – Joe, my, my cousin Joe, he's on the podcast as well. Uh, he went to Canada a couple weeks ago fishing. Bet you, bet you don't remember where. Uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Uh, Ontario. Yeah, Ontario. He, he went to Ontario. Um, by the way, we missed you, Joe. Uh, but Thanks, yeah, Joe. apparently, if it's over six years, you can cross the border. So, so no, I would love, I'd uh, love to go to Canada. You know, the first but, time I went was we freelanced. Yeah. And I mean, there were six of us went up. We pulled trailers. Two guys flew. And, you know, we split. What was beauty about that is we had a guy that delivered fuel to all the farmers. 
So he was our scout for the morning. And, you know, you hear. Smart. You hear. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got, you know, 500 acres. I got 1,000 acres. These guys are farming 10,000 right. acres. Yeah, at the minimum. <laughs> at the yeah. minimum. So they, they count their farms. 1,000 acre fields. So, I mean, they're, you know, they're burning a lot of fuel and stuff. So right. the guys there quite a bit delivering fuel. And, you know, the farmers were a great source. Um, we got turned down one time. We found a, a field full of snows. And we went up to the farmer and said, hey, you know, we like to hunt these snows in the morning. He said, man, I'd love to let you do it. But he said, my wife likes to sit here in the morning and in the window. Her. And watch them. Who likes He's, watching snow geese? Right. She Apparently did. that man't yeah. <laughs> But they the don't thing do is, he said, good okay. for you. Peter. He said, but I've got another farm down here that you can go to if you want to to, to hunt there. I don't care. The Canadian people were, are so nice. I mean, we pulled in one field, we saw a lot of birds and said and I said, Well let me try this. So I went up and knocked on the door, introduced myself. And I said, you know, can we hunt your field? Sure. And said, Okay, where do you want us to park? How do you want us to come in? I don't care. <laughs> you would never get that said, down you here. Oh, I said, <laughs> you don't understand. I said, you need to tell me where I can come in and where I can park. He said, man, he said, I don't care. So we parked up by his house and drug everything down through the fields and, and did it. We gave him we gave him a DU hat and a $100 Cabela's card. And, you know, that was just... It goes way. a long way. It does. I mean, and we shot a lot of birds. I yeah. mean, he got to where it was a gentleman's shoot. That is, you know, the first guy shoots, second guy shoots, the third guy shoots, and it wasn't like a boom, boom, boom. It was like boom. Okay, there's another bird. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, and you know, the the hard the hard part is is when you're only trying to shoot greenheads up there. The birds are not fully colored. Right. And they have to be sometimes pretty daggone close to be able to tell if it's got green on it or not. So you know. Well, yeah. I mean, early season it yeah. looked like a hen almost. Yep. But uh. we went we went last year. There's four of us, and we killed 210 that- birds in less than. Did you, do, did you do guided last yeah, year? Yeah, we didn't guide it this time. Okay. I, I heard something, and we may have talked about it at our last Eve meeting. Is it, it may not be all the provinces, it may only be some of them, that they're going to do away with freelance? Correct. That you have to yeah. go through you a have guide? You go through a guide. And yeah. I, is that all the provinces? Or not are yet. Um, Saskatchewan and Alberta are the only two. I mean, I don't know what the, the farther territories might be doing. But, right. Um, at least Saskatchewan and Alberta are still, you can still freelance if you want to. But it's getting harder to freelance because a lot of these properties are tied up, you know, with the guides and with stuff. With the guides. I think, what is it, uh, Manitoba, the one that's just east of Saskatchewan? Yes. That one is, you have to go through a guide. You have service. to go through a guide. Yeah. Okay. So, so what you're saying is if we're going to freelance, we better do it soon. In Saskatchewan. I, I wouldn't pull a trailer to Canada again for nothing. Why not? That was, was three days of driving, pulling a trailer at about 10 miles to the gallon. Oh, I can yeah, imagine. Um, yeah, it's a, it gets a little expensive. I can't, what? Well, it's a whole lot easier to drive up there for even a Suburban. And, uh, so you, so, so you, if you had the choice to do guided or freelance again, you would do guided? Oh, yeah. I'm getting, okay. too, I'm getting too old to set all those decoys out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I tell you, yeah. Um, How many hundreds did you set out? You know, actually, we didn't set that many out this last time. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of our last days of goose hunting, we set out maybe 75, 80 geese, full bodies. Wow, that's not, and, bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Well, no, it took us longer to set them out than it did kill. So then, why did, so then why did you get 1,000 snow goose decoys today? <laughs> they were free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good reason. Yeah, that's a solid, great reason. Yeah. Reason. No, yeah. I'm just I'm just messing with uh, you. Okay. I had him and didn't want to get rid of me. He said I don't snow goose hunt anymore. And you know, being over at the club, we have a lot of snows right. and blues that hit. So right, 
I got you. Uh, do you have one more for him? I did actually have one more. A bucket list hunt. If you, if, and it That's... don't have to be waterfowl. I mean, it could be anything. Well, I'm working on my world slam for turkeys. I'm leaving for Mexico in April to do the oscillated. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that is awesome. Good for you. I tell everybody it's you know down with the Mayan Indians, the headhunters, and stuff like that. My <laughs> yeah. wife's going, "Oh boy, I get his insurance policy real quick." <laughs> um, I want to finish my world slam with bird with with the turkeys, turkeys. And, and, and the only two North American birds I still have left are the Rio and the Merriams. I've got a chance to go once I come back from Mexico to go to Wyoming for my Merriams. Mm. But honestly, I think it's going to be a bucket list for birds or any type of hunting. Yeah. Cold Bay or Greenland for the King Eider. I think that's what... Mm. God, that would be cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure my social security will pay for a Cold Bay hunt, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I what, remember, what, what kind of price point? I remember what they were. You're close to 10 grand. Yeah. Woo-hoo. 10 years ago, I think Buddy. they were only about... Five. Yeah, the hardest part is. Well, you're uh, not even guaranteed to shoot one. I mean, the no, weather. The, no, well, you're the, not. The, the weather could be just terrible. The, the hardest part is is airline. Yeah. I mean, I learned the hard way when I went to Kodiak this year. Um, we went through American Airlines and Alaska because they were code share partners, and we come out of Lexington. You know, no mm. problem. The problem was. American Airlines was going to stick us in Seattle for 13 hours before we caught a flight to Anchorage. Um, this is a whole other story, and, and uh, probably go on, but yeah. So I switched over, took Delta to, to Fairbanks, and then picked up Alaska from to Kodiak. Hmm. We took a float plane out to the island the next day, and uh, my luggage wasn't there. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm on, no. Kodiak, I'm on Kodiak with the clothes that I had in my backpack. All my hunting gear was was somewhere between oh, no. and Kodiak. <laughs> Luckily, it came in that night. Yeah. We had two guys from New York that did not get their luggage until their return trip to So what did uh, they do? Well, what it was is Kodiak is a very short runway, and they yeah. would find the 737s. The planes were overloaded for that landing distance. Right. They took uh, 150 pieces of luggage off and didn't tell anybody until we got there. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, what, 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 well, what the, two, the two guys do? I mean, they just they went borrowed, to Walmart and and Big Al, bought what they a could. Big Rays, and bought clothes. That's and borrowed shotguns. That's I mean, the Kodiak Terminal is about the size of your basement here. The <laughs> it's not very big. <laughs> no, it's yeah. And yeah. then the luggage rack or the luggage carousel is probably. 12 feet long in length. <laughs> a and dining room table. <laughs> you know, you're watching all this, all this clothing come out. You're like, crap, my guns aren't even here. You know, I, I think it's a federal requirement that if you're traveling with your gun, that it has to be on that plane with you when right. you get there. Yeah. So, yeah, we're sitting there, and, and Sam gets his clothes, and he gets, and then we get our guns, and I'm like, my clothes aren't here. Oh, crap. It's going to be cold. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, yeah. Hmm. We went to eat, and I mean, there's a great seafood place that we went to down in, in uh, Kodiak. And then came back up to the hotel, and the guy was going to make another run to the airport to pick up the, the second group of people coming in. So we rode out with him, and lo and behold, there was that big brown duffel bag full of my clothes. I went, I'm set. <laughs> uh, cool part about that trip was flying out on the Havilland Beaver float plane. Yeah. I mean, this thing's, it's a beauty. Big old radial engine sound when it cranks up and yeah. it goes across the bay and it lifts off. 
and then when you're flying about you know thousand feet up you're looking down and you look, you're watching whales swim below you that's, that's wild. awesome that's cool yeah wow um got to the lodge and it was i mean it was picture perfect you know it's a nice house and stuff all the cabins up on the on the side and uh, all through the night you can hear the whales breaching outside the lodge <laughs> just hitting the water wow and, Grant, i know what we need to aspire to yeah, yeah man now, i mean that's awesome is, this was a hunt that we purchased through du Two of us went for $5,000 for the hunt. Yeah. Not counting airfare. <laughs> but if you do it, make sure you book your flight all the way through with Alaskan Air. Do not do different airlines right. unless they're coach air partners. Right. Because we were stuck three extra days on that island because of weather. Wow. 70 mile an hour winds. They couldn't get a float plane in. Yeah. No. <laughs> we couldn't get a boat out. So we were stuck. So we paid for an extra day to go hunt. Go mm. figure. That's Why not? Yeah. <laughs> We had, That's what uh, any sensible hunter would do. Yeah. I mean, we so. had. I've got. I've got a picture on my phone of the grizzly that was behind us. The track, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, one of the last days of the hunt. I wear. I had a size 14 shoe. It fit within that grizzly print. <laughs> Dang. And uh, uh, Sam goes, I don't have to worry about it. I can run faster than you can. I said, Not with a shot out kneecap, you can't. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> I said, I'll leave you nope. here. I said, I know your wife, and she'll be glad to share that insurance policy with you. <laughs> Um, but it is, uh, Birch Robbins was our, our host with Raspberry Island Outfitters. Um, if it ever comes up again on DU, I would, I would suggest trying to buy it. Yeah. yeah. Now, with that, you can only kill four long tails per year per hunter. Right. There. But as far as, you know, the... So what about the, what about the Harlequins? I forgot what the limit of those were. Okay. We killed... I think we killed God, three, kill or four, three or four piece. Yeah. In fact, uh, Sean's got Sean's got mine. To, he's got to get mine to mount. I should say. Okay. You don't haven't taken haven't taken it to him yet. No, I'm okay. still trying to figure out what mounts I want to do because I've got yeah. uh, uh, Harlequins, long tails, and the barrels all to do. Yeah. Uh, um, I think we're. I'd like to have you back on, man. I. I, I well, this got, is just a wealth of stories. I mean, yeah, I'm sure yeah. You yeah. Can go well, I mean, I've got. Too. I mean, the thing is, you know, we haven't even really talked that awful much about Ducks Unlimited. Right. You know? Um, I want to ask one more thing. And, I mean, I've got, like, four other questions that I've written down since you've been here. But I want to ask one thing because <laughs> what is the biggest challenge facing conservation efforts? I mean, Ducks Unlimited, it don't matter. Ducks Unlimited, Delta Waterfowl, Wild Turkey, it, it doesn't matter. What, what, what in, in your, you know, I mean, you've been volunteering with DU for 22 years. What, in your opinion, is – one of the biggest challenges facing conservation efforts my opinion yes yeah this is in your opinion yeah your opinion a lot of it has to do with single families you have you know couples that are together they have a kid they split up mom usually gets the kid mom's working you know nine to five or whatever you know five days a week trying to get junior to you know his, his ball games and stuff and there's just not enough time you know, dad's in the picture maybe, you know, one weekend a month or whatever else, or it might be a role reversal, but still the same thing. A lot of the sports take up a lot of the kids' time anymore. Um, moms may not have that desire to get junior out to, you know, get into archery. I mean, now most schools have the archery yeah. program, and that's, that thing's taking off like wildfire. Yes. You know, it I, has. I encourage every kid to get in. I mean, I was in that in school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Get the kids away from the computers. Get them away from their cell phones. Take them yep. away. 
Xbox, Wii, whatever, get them outside. You know, whether it's, you know, even they have to take them to the county fairs and stick them on a sheep and let them go. You know, <laughs> yeah. let them, something. Get yeah. them outside, get them off the couch. Yep. Um, you know, I remember, you know, growing up in the, in the 60s is that when the street lights came on, it was time to come in the house. Right. You know? yeah, that, yep. was, that was the phone call. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, that's how I was raised, yeah. though. I mean, that was back um, in the early 2000s. But it's changed greatly since. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and another thing is it's hard to get access to hunt on private ground. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. You know, unfortunately, now it, you'll pass permission. The guy said, man, I'd love to let you hunt, but I can't take that chance. Yep. Yeah. You know, liability insurance and everything else. Um, you'll shoot one of my cows. Or, yeah. or the classic... My son's buddy's best friend's uncle comes out here once a year, and yeah. we don't know when he's going to be here, so we don't want to disturb him. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, Jim Bob down the street left all his yeah. shells and his oatmeal yeah. cream pie yeah. wrappers. And but, you know, you're right, though. It only takes one person to screw oh, up yeah. a oh, great yeah. place to, to hunt. ruin yeah. uh, Burns it. Uh, yeah. Burns it down. of, you know, what hunters are. I mean, wherever we go, you know, we have the little mojo stick with the magnet on it. You yep. pick up all your yep. shells, pick up all your trash. You want to go in only leaving your footprint of going in and coming out. Right. So you don't want... You know, you don't want to have a, a, a UTV or ATV trail running back and forth to work. No, right. mm-hmm. Get all that. Um, it's getting the kids outside. That's that's what we've got to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, the, the sports programs are great. I'm not knocking those. I didn't play that many sports when I was growing up. Uh, I was, you know, like what you said, Bell and Hay and everything yeah. else. Yeah. It's kind of hard to go play sports when you're out in the hay field or pulling tobacco plants or right. grubbing tobacco. Yeah. For that dollar and a half an hour back in my day. <laughs> Happy that you didn't decide to have to buy a farm, by the way. Yeah, boy. No, no, no. no. But I, 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 I agree hope, with you. I, I hope to have my grandkid out hunting with right. me one of these days when he gets a little bit older and he can be quiet, yeah. turkey blind. So, my son turns eight, like I was talking about this coming week. This year is going to be his first year in the blind in different atmospheres. Shooting, shooting, actually shooting. Yeah, deer, turkey. He's he's been dove hunting. Right. Last year he didn't shoot. Yeah. Um, I am in the process of finding either a 410 over under. Um, that way he can just have two shots and do his thing. But Academy has a pump 410. Oh. That I was just get a single shot. I mean, he's got, got a single, single shot. shot I can use it. He's got mine, but I'm I'm trying to think of light and allow him to get at it. Yeah. So with with the wood one right now, it's a little bit heavier. Oh, them for suckers him. are heavy. They are. Been. If I could get him something light. Yeah. And there is a single shot that Academy has that's 179 bucks. That's it? Yeah, yeah. it's a light. Oh, it's 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 not wood or anything. It's a youth size junior. Yeah. He sizes up well. I'll show you a picture before we Okay. But um but yeah, I'm stoked for it because that's exactly my goal is to get him into that, keep him in that and allow him to understand life is a lot more than just this. I had so I mean, my daughter was growing up. She was my blonde-haired retriever for doves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the lab wasn't real thrilled about picking up a dove with all the small feathers. So I yeah. said, okay, come on, let's go. Right. So she went with me, and, you know, of course, she'd pick it up. It'd flutter, and she screamed. She'd throw the bird straight up and run back to me, which is fine. I didn't care. Rip its head off, and it's still flopping around, and she's freaking out. Yeah, I know what you well, mean. you rip the head off, and you throw, it to, throw, throw the head to her <laughs> and let her hold it. There you go. Yeah, no, I mean, I... <sighs> But DU and Delta, they're great organizations to belong to. Um, I encourage everybody to get out. Right. Go to the banquet, volunteer. Um, 
we're always looking for new volunteers to come into a chapter. With each volunteer we have on a chapter, they're good for bringing in about 10 people. Yeah. So, you know, if you have 15 people on the on the committee, there's 150 people that you should be able to get to the door. Easy. Um, we're all there for one reason. It's, you know, we're the largest conservation group going, you know. Yes, we hunt. But what we do is we put that 83 cents of a dollar back on the ground for everything from the invertebrates all the way up to the largest animals here in the, here in the United States, Canada, uh, Canada and Mexico. Our main focus areas are the prairie potholes, you know, in North Dakota and Lower Canada and the boreal forest farther north, because without a nesting opportunity, these birds don't have a place to go. Right. Yep. The work that we do at Ballard and the Sloughs, yes, they're hunted, but they also have areas that are not hunted. It gives them the resting place. Right. These birds are imprinted to be able to come back each every, you know, twice a year, going down and coming back up. And then with the redheads and the teal and everything get to Mexico, Mexico. Sorry about that. <laughs> Knock it over next time. Yeah, you almost cut me off the air real quick. Um, you know, they have a place in you know, the marshes and stuff. Uh, DU has classes. Uh, I had the opportunity, unfortunately, I missed it this year to go to the mangrove swamp experience down in Mexico. That's down in the Yucatan Peninsula. Uh, I was in DC for a fly-in for our policy committees. Mm. Um, I hope to be able to go next year. They also do one in North Dakota for the prairie potholes to watch where these birds nest. Um, and, you, and you've got classes that you go to, then you go to the field and you, you actually see what you're learning about. Hmm. So, it's, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And each and every one of you all, I mean, it's once you get into DU, I mean, you've got that ability to progress and go up the ladder. Same thing I did. Yeah. You know, I'm, a, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but. I've had a blast doing this. I've learned a lot. Hopefully some of the things that I've said will sink into everybody and, and we can all be better stewards of the land. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's what, you know, I, I know I've talked to you about uh, being a, what's the difference between regional and district? Okay. Uh, regional and district chair. District is basically you're ha- handling just a couple of, of chapters, okay. you know, maybe three or four or five. Okay. A regional, you may be handling fifteen or twenty. Okay. But how many how many regions are there in Kentucky? There's two regions. Okay. And there's the eastern and western. The western and western. Yeah. All right, I got gotcha. you. All right. I've uh, only got one other thing. This yeah. is an easy yes or no. No. Oh, you. Do you yet. think? And and you can sure. answer loosely. I think you could find us an old cloth tablecloth. With Ducks Unlimited on it that we could use? Get rid of the plastic what? one? Well, unfortunately, we don't have any cloths. You don't have any cloth ones not, that y'all not, use not, at the banquets that for, get no, old and ready to get replaced? No. I got okay. This is what we use right yeah. here. Well, I mean, now, we have some cloth ones, but my regional director would probably kill me if one of those went missing. Yeah, oh, okay. Oh, yep, I'm sorry. I gave it to those that podcast guys. <laughs> yeah. You got what flag or anything? Go listen to episode five. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, all right, it was worth a shot. I was just, sorry about just that. Curious. It's all right. It's Mike, all right. we we uh, we appreciate you being on and, and uh, teach it. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I've been on the DU uh, committee for I think five years. Um, but I mean, I, I'm still yeah. Round of applause. You're changing the world. <laughs> but I, I'm you know I'm still learning stuff, and I I, I I'd like to you know be more than you know just a committee member it, it's it's just been tough you know 
I'm always doing hay or, you know, something like that. But next year, um, I'll be talking to you. Uh, but I, I just appreciate you being on, and, and thank you for uh, – Thank you for everything you do. Thank you. It's, it's yeah. been a pleasure to be on. Nice to meet you guys. Yeah, we yeah. appreciate it, Mike. Um, Thank you. Really glad to have you. Come back anytime. I'll be glad to. Okay. I'm going to hold, I'm gonna hold yeah. you to that because, like I said, I've got a – just, just don't call me during the waterfowl season. No. Oh, no, no, no. 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 We don't call so, or, We do call so, each other. Or, or turkey season. Yeah. You'll have to listen in later in the year. We're going to try and take this – to Arkansas, hey, trying hey, well, to get a weekend. Hold up now. Hold up now. I just, uh, yeah. Okay. Hey, he's only about forty minutes from us. Okay. Down we there? don't. We don't talk about our area. By oh way. yeah, 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 yeah. No. Well, but but okay. I've got an idea. Let's just meet at the Tamale Factory. Yeah, he's some restaurant. Okay. He, he I likes. haven't been to that one yet. Okay. Oh, oh you didn't. Okay. No, yeah, that'd be shit, cool. We might have yeah. to do that. I didn't think about we, we that. We gotta get a bigger podcast recorder. We've <laughs> <laughs> only got four inputs. Well, that's okay. We can share the mic again. I looked at yeah. one the other day with an well, eight port for like two hundred and forty nine bucks. And a rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Duck hole. Duck hole. Duck hole. Well, what duck hole? But anyways, no. We we really yeah. appreciate you being I on, got, Mike. I got an is... idea. Why don't you all come to the state convention, buy the debut duck club hunt, and then only one of them has to travel then to the distance to do it. Jeez, <laughs> boy! Now they they plan they both of them both of them plan on, on going to, to Arkansas this year. So we're gonna yeah. we're, we're I said hope. ten days. I'm looking at I'm looking at eight. Okay, well that's still close to ten. But well, you, nine. You, you need to do It'll like nine. Three, three. Yeah, do three, three, three. That's, uh, or I might look at six, and then I've got the conservation hunt. So that would be yeah. my nine. You're gonna have a blast doing that, dude. I'm excited next uh-huh. year. Yep. Or next season. I'm going on my first snow goose hunt in February with him. You will so. abs if the birds are there. If the birds are there, you yeah. will have a blast. <laughs> just whatever you do, do not look up with your mouth open. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. Okay. No. Tootsie yeah. Roll will find you in a heartbeat. <laughs> yes, and you won't even see it coming. <laughs> oh man, goodness uh, gracious! And then you'll go to bed at night and you'll hear those sounds in your ear <sighs> every oh, night. But when the birds work right, it's you, you can't beat it. Yeah. So do you just like gently put earplugs in so you're not constantly like just echoed no, with no, it? No, no, just roll with it. I just mean, I, I'm, I'm definitely I'm fine. Is, I'm fine so. with it. You know, I can hear that e collar every single night, and I'd probably yeah. be okay with it. You know, and, and strange oh, thing about it, electronic collar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah the weird thing about it is, is you're listening to that e collar day in day out, but as soon as a real bird oh, you, honks, two different. Yes. You you, 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 you yeah you yeah. know that it's different. It might take an hour or so for you to get accustomed to the calls. Right. But once you hear that real bird versus the e collar, yeah. I mean it's I instantly. Oh shoot, there's birds coming. We don't know where they are, but I hear them. Right. Yeah. Even Somewhere. though even though you've been listening to this snow goose going off for six hours. Yeah. You know. I'm freaking pumped. Yeah. I'm ready for it. I, so. I'm, I'm mounting my first snow goose I killed. Cool. Really? Yep. I've got a Rossi in the in the freezer, big boarded, we, boarded up. I we mean, killed a few Rossies last year. It's, I like them. They fly in low. Yes. I mean, they're like a little rocket ship coming through. Yeah. Um, y'all got anything else? Uh, no, I want to have. I want to have him back on. I, yeah. I want to no, do this for again. sure. Because I've still got. We got three years to do this. We yeah. can have him on yeah. at least yeah. once more. Yeah. We can do it, Mike. So uh, I appreciate you being here, brother. No, my Thank pleasure. You. Thank you. Yep, guys, and uh, I want to put out to the listeners for our next couple episodes. We are going to be gearing up towards dove season. So, yes, uh, we are. Tune in, get ready for that one, and uh, we're going to change subject and topics just a hair to a different type of bird. And uh, we're going to have well, a hey, hey, now I will so, say, 
September is also and pigeons. We might talk a little September's bit of also, pigeons. September's also so, early, early Canada and yeah. Don't believe me, I'm all over that early Canada. There you go, yeah. boy. Which me, reminds me, you have got to come to my dad's with me okay. and help me figure out what I need to do. Well, hey, listen, I was I was working on a duck mine today. Uh, we'll talk. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we we'll talk. Anyways, guys, y'all yeah. be uh, be listening for that. Look out for the uh, Facebook page and the Instagram page. Like, yeah, share, sure follow. Like and subscribe to those. Um, uh, the podcast, for sure. Like and subscribe. Really helps yes. us out. Get a DU membership, by God. Get a DU membership. Yep. Do it. That's you got anything it. else, brother? I'm out. All right. I'm done. That'll work. All right. All right. We'll see y'all in the next one. Thanks, guys. Thank y'all.